This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is another edition of Cottage Talk Media Buzz. And the title is The Silly Season Takes Off. And boy, has it taken off. I'll be sharing my thoughts on four stories. I will have another episode with Cottage Talk Media Buzz hopefully later on this week because there are so many stories in regards to Fulham players that are currently Fulham players and players that maybe someday could be phone players. There are so many stories out there that I can't possibly cover all of them in one episode because I'm trying to limit these episodes to about 15 to 20 minutes, just really give you some thoughts on each one of these stories. And there are two at the top of this show that are very important. They involve Marco Silva and Jao Polina. I think that's where I'm really going to get into my thoughts on where Fulham could be headed based on these two people, one being the manager, one being, I believe, Fulham's best player. And I think their future is really linked with Fulham's future. So I'll be sharing my thoughts on stories linked to them, along with a story about Fred and a story about Tosin. Those will be the four stories I'm going to be tackling today on Cottage Talk Media Buzz. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And also want to mention, Cottage Talk is now part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Okay, let's not waste any time. Let's get to probably the most important story, and that involves Marco Silva. I should say his situation is the most important, not the story itself. What is going on with Marco Silva? So I'm going to read from this article from The Sun, from Jordan Davis. This is yesterday, which is Tuesday. And according to The Sun, quote, Marco Silva remains in two minds over signing an extension at Fulham this summer. So I'm going to read more from this article, and then I am going to comment on it. So 
From that point on, the article goes, the Craven Cottage boss is under contract in West London until June 2024 and had recently been in talks over his future with the club. However, Sunsport understands that the Portuguese coach is still considering his options and will not be rushed into committing to a new long-term deal. Silva 45 is happy at home, but has made it clear that he expects major improvements to his current squad in order to push on from last season's impressive top 10 finish. There are also concerns regarding keeping hold of their best players. 50 million pound rated midfielder Paulina is already a major talk for Europa League Conference League champions West Ham. And it emerged last month that Silva has a 6 million pound release clause in his phone package, something the club are all too aware of with his rising reputation in England. Silva was linked with several big jobs throughout the previous campaign, including Tottenham and West Ham. So I'm going to stop right there. So that is the article from The Sun. And on the face of it, I don't think that there's anything shocking in this article. Do I buy the article or am I going to sell it? I buy it because I think that this does make sense. I think there's something to it. But I think it's something that you could read into. Why hasn't Marco Silva signed a new contract yet? What is the weight? Is it on Fulham's side or is it on Marco's side? We don't know. Is it both? Are they just negotiating? But I think, in my opinion, based on what I'm reading and, and what I feel, I think what Marco is going to be offered by players coming in, I think, is a factor here. Are they going to back him? That's just my opinion. The article says it, but I'm going to just share my opinion on this. I think this is a very difficult situation right now for Fulham Football Club. A lot hinges on what they do with Marco Silva and I believe Jao Polina, but it starts and ends with Marco Silva. They need him signed up long-term. So if the article is correct and Marco wants to basically be shown from the cons and Fulham Football Club as a whole that they're going to back him, this is a difficult situation because Fulham need players to come. Well, if you are a player that might be interested in Fulham, you want to know, in my opinion, that the manager is going to be there long-term. So for him not signing right now is also a problem as well because it's a catch-22. If you're a player that's thinking, I, I want to play for Marcus Silva, I want to go to Fulham. Well, he hasn't signed a contract yet. So I think part of the problem is that until Marco signs a new deal, you might have players that, are considering Fulham, they might not sign because Marco hasn't re-upped yet with Fulham. It's a difficult situation for the club right now. But in my opinion, they need to do whatever they can to get Marco to sign a new deal. Offer him whatever he wants financially. Give him carte blanche to transfers. Let him know that he will be backed. Let him know 100% that he will be backed. Does Marco need to wait until they've Signed a player or two? I don't know. I hope not. Because I think they need Marco to sign a new deal to bring in players and also keep their own players. I I think their own players are also watching what's going on. So much of what's going to happen over the next month or two leading up to the season is going to hinge on Marco Silva's decision. 
if he continues to wait, I think it's going to be hotter and hotter for Fulham Football Club to recruit the players that they want. I think they want to upgrade. Obviously, I believe Marco Silva wants to upgrade, and they need to upgrade. They really do. They also need Marco to sign a new deal. So they need to find a way to get him to sign a contract. And I put this on the cons. The cons need to put out all the stops to assure Marco that they're going to back him, give him the contract that he wants, and get him signed a new deal. Because if they don't, then this is just going to hang over foam like a very large cloud for the entire summer. Until this gets resolved, if it doesn't get resolved, they're going to struggle bringing in players. I, I believe that. Because why would you, as a player that is looking for a new club, want to come to Fulham not knowing what the manager is going to do in 12 months' time? This is a big deal. So the Sun article doesn't really tell me anything that I don't already feel, but it just basically solidifies how I feel. They need to back the manager. They absolutely need to back the manager, and I really hope that they do it sooner than later, and I do hope Marco signs a new deal. Sooner the better, because I think that will help them recruit the players that he wants and hold on to their own players. I think everything is in a holding pattern until Marco signs. I truly believe that. And what else is going on might also be involved with Marco's thinking, because there's a player that I'm going to be talking about next, that there are a lot of clubs after and Fulham need to uh, take care of business and not allow Jao Polina to leave. But beyond that, everything this summer hinges upon Marco Silva signing a new deal, in my opinion. Yes, you can get a new manager. Yes, you can do all that. But if you are looking to build something, rather than just replacing, rather than just trying to survive, if you want to build, it starts with the full manager who's done a fantastic job I'm going to into a movie, a famous movie, Show Me the Money. I think everyone knows what movie that is. And uh, so I just want to just say that, just show Marco Silva the money, back him financially, and let's move on from this. Until they do, well, Fulham might be having a hard time signing players. And that's going to lead to talk about the second story. And this is a huge one as well. And there's been a lot of stories about Jao Polina. Recently, a lot of links to West Ham. We've seen it. I saw several yesterday. First, I saw that West Ham were interested in signing for $40 million. Then I saw another report saying that Fulham were looking for $50 million. And then I could say maybe I saw another one that said $60 million. The one that stood out to me, and I'm going to read it now, is from the Daily Mail. So I'm going to read this. This is about Jao Polina. And I'll share my thoughts on it after I read the story. The Daily Mail reported, quote, exclusive. Fulham demand 90 million pounds for Jao Polina as West Ham target the Portuguese midfielder as a possible successor to Declan Rice. So now I'm going to read from the Daily Mail article, which is an interesting article. So I'm going to read from it right now and I'll share my thoughts on it. So here is also from the article. Fulham have slapped a remarkable 90 million valuation on Jao Polina in a bid to dissuade potential suitors, including West Ham, from signing their defensive midfielder this summer. Senior sources at Fulham say they are using 
the 100 million pound asking price for Declan Rice as a benchmark. West Ham are one of the clubs interested in Paulina as a replacement for Rice. Okay. So what's interesting about this article that I don't see from many articles, this article has a source on it and actually says sources, senior sources at Fulham. Just keep that in mind. That gives it more validity to me. This has a lot of cloud. I'm buying this 100%. I'm buying this story. I am totally buying this story about Paulina because I don't think that you cannot take something seriously when you have something that someone's putting out there with sources. So the Daily Mail's putting it out there that they have Fulham senior sources on this saying that Fulham have put out a 90 million pound demand for Jao Polina. And you know what? I believe it because Polina, others will say his value is, is somewhere between 40 and 50 million pounds, but his value to Fulham is much higher. In fact, I would not sell him at all. I would not even put a number on it because Fulham need this player. Everything that they do, they need from Paulina. He's been so valuable to everything that they do. They cannot afford to lose him. The money doesn't do what they need at the position. Can they find someone to replace him? I don't think they can. And I think that's the number one problem here. You need to find a replacement for him, and you are not building. Fulham need to build. So the money sounds great, but you're not building. You are simply replacing. And replacing doesn't help Fulham Football Club right now. It doesn't because you are behind the eight ball. You need to be building. So you need to hold on to Jaapolina. You absolutely need to hold on to him. I do buy the story. If I'm them, he's not for sale regardless. He's not for sale. And I think that what's going on here with Marco Silva might be related here because Marco Silva might be waiting to see what Fulham do with Paulina. Marco decides to leave. Zhao could leave. Zhao could be waiting to see what happens with uh, Marco Silva because he might have a change of heart. I hope he doesn't. I hope he's, I've seen no indication. There's been nothing out there that says Zhao Polina wants to leave Fulham Football Club. Nothing. There's been absolutely nothing. There's been no quotes, no nothing, no whispers. The only things I've seen is that he's happy at Fulham Football Club. So that's why I'm going with the idea that you do not sell Zhao Polina whatsoever. Unless he's demanding it, you don't sell him. But the one thing I do want to mention, because there is a story here, and a follow-up today from the son from Jack Rosser is this. West Ham holding further talks over a move for Fulham Zhao Polina this week. Paulina's representatives in London for dis- discussions, and West Ham have had encouragement they could get a deal done for 50 million pounds. Now that's from Jack Rosser from The Sun. So do you buy it? I'm not sure about this. I am not sure about this because it sounds like it's coming from the West Ham camp. I don't see anything from the Fulham camp on this based on what he tweeted out here. Now, is it possible that Paulina's representatives are talking to West Ham. Who knows? Try to make sure that Jao Polina stays at Fulham Football Club for a long period of time.
that's the way I'm looking at it with Jao Pulian. Okay, let's move on. Let's go to a story from uh, Sky Sports, which I find interesting. According to Michael Bridge of Sky Sports, Fulham are not pursuing Fred because the cost is prohibitive. I've actually seen uh, a tweet and a video from Sky Sports from Michael Bridge. I'm actually buying this because it has been reported that Manchester United are looking for 20 million pounds on this. This might be a way to try to get the cost down. I don't think this is dead because I think this is a way to negotiate to try to get the cost down, even though right now the report says that Fulham are not interested. I don't think this is dead at all. I just think it's a a way to uh, basically try to get a better deal from Manchester United. We shall see. That's my opinion. But the report from Michael Bridge, this is right now, Fulham are not interested in making a, a deal for Fred. Okay. Coming up next, to end this quick episode of Cottage Talk, I'm going to share my thoughts about the stories regarding Tosin. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Okay, to finish up this episode, I'm going to share my thoughts on a story I just saw. Again, it comes from a blog. So I'm going to share, according to the West Ham way, West Ham are now interested in Tosin. And uh, I read the article and uh, it is uh, has a quote from an ex-West Ham employee. Okay, we shall see. Maybe they are interested in Tosin. I've also seen reports that Tosin is interested in uh, several, there might be interest in several clubs, including Tottenham, some foreign as well. And I think with him going into the last year of his deal, in my opinion, I don't think Tosin is coming back. So I think there's an opportunity here to make a deal for a player and hopefully upgrade the position. That's the way I'm looking at it. Nothing against Tosin. I think Fulham need to do better. But I think that they need to get in. I want to say two center backs. There are some reports that Fulham are looking at at least one center back and maybe hopefully they're looking at more. I'll talk about that in the next episode. I'll focus more on that. But in regards to Tosin, my thoughts are try to get as much money as you can. Hopefully there's a bidding war for Tosin and you sell Tosin to the highest bidder. That's the way I'm looking at it. Nothing against Tosin. I wish him all the best. I think he always looked at Fulham as a stepping stone. Well, it's now it's time to leave. That's the way I look at it. He's not been a bad player for Fulham, but I think as I was listening to another podcast, I'll give Fulhamish a lot of credit. They were talking about 
the situation with Tosin is all about potential. He's never lived up to that quote unquote potential. And, but that's what you can also sell to someone that is looking to make a transfer for him. He still has all this potential. He's never lived up to it. He's not the finished article. I think this is a good time to sell. And I think you can get a good price for him. We shall see. So in my eyes, do I buy the story? Not really, because it's not coming from any real media source. It's coming from a vlog, coming from an ex-West Ham employee. I'm not really buying the story, but I do know that there's interest from Tosin. And in my opinion, I think Fulham need to sell Tosin. I, I do. I think that they need to move on. I don't think it's a problem moving on from Tosin. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Connor's Talk. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other phone supporters find us. We will be back with another episode soon with more full media buzz. We're going to have several more episodes coming up. I look forward to it. But that's going to do it for this episode. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Connor's Talk, now part of the TalkSport Fan Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.